0: Hello, hello, hello. This episode was recorded live up at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last week on the 14th of August and we're turning them around at a lightning pace so that you can feel part of the festival and also so that you have a chance, please, uh, to perhaps if you're at the festival, um, go and see the guests who are in this week's podcast do their shows. This goes out on Friday and so you still have the weekend um, to go and see their shows. a few of them are sold out but they have extra shows I know that F- uh, Fern has an enormous extra show at the Grand so go 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 to that my show Hench is also all sold out but I've just put on another extra show um, which uh, is tonight uh, at 10.30 at Monkey Barrel 4 there might still be some tickets for that when this goes out if so snap them up if not there's always um, room for 10 people as walk-ups um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast like ever please just keep telling other people about it if you enjoy it and come and see us on tour go to LiveNation.co.uk and look up Hoovering because from the autumn we're going to be doing live shows, special, fancy, tour level, big venue, smashing mega guest live shows. Hopefully in a city near you. There's only uh, four on um, sale at the moment, but we're going to be adding them um, quite thick and fast. Um, come at uh, the end of this fringe when we've got our heads together, but we've got more dates pencilled in in other places. So please keep an eye on that. It's going to be brilliant. If you want discount tickets to those uh, and you've got spare money and you like helping support funding and growing podcasts go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see where you can swap your cash for podcast related prizes like extra content and indeed discount tickets so this episode was recorded in front of a belting live audience in the wonderful monkey barrel comedy club where i'm doing my stand-up show as well it's just the best venue in edinburgh and we recorded it just last week we had so much fun as you're gonna hear i'm gonna let my brilliant guests introduce themselves Welcome to the Hoovering
2: Podcast!
0: We're here at the Edinburgh Fringe. We're doing a live show at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, Hi, I'm Jess. I've got some amazing guests with me. I'd like you to introduce yourselves, if that's okay.
3: Hello, I'm Fern Brady. I'm a comedian and I'm performing at the Monkey Barrel. Very nice. We're in the
0: Monkey Barrel and so you're performing it, and right now you're performing at it and you're doing a show at it
3: um yes, yes. Uh, oh but my show's sold out so you can't but there's an extra show at the Pleasance on the 22nd if you want to come off the back of watching me eat this brownie for like last <laughs> five minutes you've you got these guys sussed that's yeah.
0: exactly what they decide how they're gonna who stand up they're gonna come and see is um how well they eat a brownie
2: Haditi oh hi my
3: name is Aditi <laughs> <laughs> you I can't
4: believe what's happening right now. So, yeah. That's my name. Um, And uh, I am uh, heading towards the sugar rush. Uh, um, uh, I'm a comedian. I'm from Mumbai, India. um, And I talk like this. And... um, (laughs) And uh, this is my first time on the Hoover Inc. podcast, and I'm looking forward to snorting everything on this table. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
4: I'm performing at, uh, god damn it, my mouth. Uh, at um, at uh, the Assembly George Square, The Box. Um, my, the name of my show is Mother of Invention, and uh, in spite of 1.3 billion people, uh, I still haven't sold out all my tickets. So, so please come by if you can.
5: Um. Hi, my name's Travis Alabanza, I'm a theatre maker, uh, which means that I'm less funny than everybody else on the table here,
2: Uh,
5: and um, I've got a show called Burgers at Traverse Theatre, I think there's like one show left, so uh, you can play like a Hunger Games style to get those last tickets, and I'm just so happy to eat something that's not a burger.
0: Um, and so I need to give a shout-out to the cakes we've got here. Uh, they're from a place called North Fork Cafe. Somebody recommended oh, them to me. Good. Yeah. Um, do, uh, you guys recommend them to me yeah. on social media? Start yeah. Friendly, oh! Um, I asked for a cake in a few bits and bobs, and they've given us <laughs> two size <wedding-sized> cakes, <laughs> an orange and almond polenta cake, a carrot cake with, like, actual carrots in it, but made out of <laughs> icing, uh, and then four different things here. There's chocolate orange brownies, millionaire shortbread, fucking mint aero brownies. Yeah. And peanut butter and Nutella blondies. Fuck the bed. (laughs) Um, Before you've all arrived, I've taken a shard off the edge of each of the middle things and devoured it quickly. (laughs) Um, So that I could talk even while other, I, this is, I think this genuinely might have to be a podcast where there's quite a lot of listening to eating because it's all so good. We don't even need to put it all out. Should we not bother with the podcast and just, <laughs> just put our faces in?
3: Um,
0: Fern, we need to talk about your nails. You've had um, vegetables painted onto your nails for the fringe.
3: Yeah, lots of tiny little vegetables. I got it done yesterday uh, as part of an ongoing thing I'm doing this fringe. Can I say about that? Yeah. Okay, Uh, so I'm from Edinburgh, I live in London, and every fringe, people come up from London and will tweet, where are all the vegetables in Scotland? I can't seem to find any vegetables in Edinburgh. I'm like, retweeting them and saying, Meds, Tesco, Waitrose, Morrison's, Asda, Sainsbury's, M&S if you're feeling fancy. (laughs) I lived in Scotland for a long time. There's a lot of places to buy vegetables. Also, I've worked with a lot of the comedians tweeting this in London. I've never seen them eat a salad in my life. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: but I thought you were calling me out on the other day I wasn't saying that Edinburgh's changed I was saying that five oh, years ago I, five years ago I thought I trod on a slug in Edinburgh yeah. and it was a cold chip it was a chip
3: And other day, yeah
0: and the other day I um, tripped over an entire half avocado yeah yeah. <laughs> and yeah it has got a lot more fancy I than think the last ten I years. don't mean that there weren't vegetables before but I mean fuck it's gentrified Some, oh, yeah, the yeah. wealth it would take to throw half an avocado away that's, you might as well just like
3: throwing quid throwing pound (laughs) coins out your fucking window. Um, Yeah, no, I just look out for anyone mentioning vegetables on on Twitter. And and (laughs) then just tuck in. Um, Well,
0: I like this. I think it's perfect. Um, uh, Aditi, you've bought something for us to eat.
4: Uh, Yes, I have. Uh, I bought for you an exotic spice from the land of exotic India. Uh, You're not Exotic. Um.
0: I do know exotic I've had a Solero exotic if that's what you mean (laughs) I've got a friend called Sexual Sam and we call her Sexual Sam because she accidentally makes everything sexual and um, one of the one of the best I mean she's just filth Um, uh, she's awesome Um, but one of the uh, one of the best examples of it is she always called Slero exotics Slero erotics You've Wait, just bought a sack of turmeric for Yes, us.
2: I have bought you. Are we dabbing it like uh, Gak? Yeah. yeah, we're going we're gonna to be dabbing it. Um. We're dabbing it like Gak.
4: <laughs> Wait, what's Gak?
0: Oh, uh, cocaine. Just rub it in your gums.
2: You know? <laughs> oh, right,
4: right. So I bought some Indian cocaine, I guess. <laughs> so are you meant to try
0: it raw? I've had lot- turmeric in lots of different hot things and sometimes in maybe a smoothie like a prick. But it, I thought that something chemical happened to it when you cooked it that changed what it did to your bod.
4: Oh, you know now you know a lot more than I know, because uh, yeah. I so I you know the uh, turmeric is like a household spice in India, and yeah. in fact it's it's got antiseptic properties, and Ooh. so uh, like whenever as a kid we used to get cut and stuff like that, like our mothers would just like dip our hands in turmeric, ah. um, and then you and it's a, it's a very strong dyeing agent as well. So if it ever falls on your clothes, it's yeah. gonna be yellow for the rest of your life. And so I would just walk around with yellow knees and like <laughs> yellow elbows as a kid, thanks to turmeric. And then suddenly I come to Starbucks in London and someone's like, would you like a turmeric latte? And I was like, on <laughs> Great whose... accent. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, whose knees am I going to have to lick for this? <laughs> 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 that, it's, that it's this hot thing that's happening right now. Everyone's <laughs> having turmeric. <So>, so, <laughs> Whose knees am I going <laughs> to have but, oh. um, <laughs> I,
0: something... I think it's a real sign of like um, a sort of change in... Uh, I suppose like gentrification, but like historically, the thing that used to be staining most people's Tupperwares with bean <laughs> juice—like
2: okay. you'd get like
0: an an orange rim where you'd have, where your beans would have been come up to that you were microwaving them in—and now it's turmeric. Yeah. Where
4: people
2: are putting,
0: so yeah. I'm
4: just gonna lick my finger, and put it in. Go for it. Shares go for it. Faces. Yeah. All my roommates are disgusted. Straight just, straight on the tongue. Go then. for it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? it's lovely isn't it, it it's so lovely it's got it's really this mild nice yeah in. mild spiciness no, to it God, does go it does die your
3: fingers
4: she's like I just got vegetables done on it it's my last gig no,
0: of the, I'm the day
3: anarcho- <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm having a beer getting... and a fingertip of turmeric
3: <laughs> yes mm. I like roasting I've got really into roasting cauliflower because I have yeah. a mad life and um, <laughs> yeah I like putting turmeric and uh, smoked paprika on mm. a cauliflower and loads of salt oh that so is nice. nice. fit you're kind of
5: yeah. Do you think that's
3: disgusting? No, Lovely. it is. Squish some garlic over it, paprika, turmeric, so a delicious oh, meal. And then I poach an egg sometimes if I'm feeling extravagant. Fancy, fancy. <laughs> Fern mm.
0: and I both live in a very leafy, beautiful, very sort of a sort of culturally high-end bit of London called Catford, <laughs> <laughs> and um. Fern's like my food guru. She knows all the most badass places to go, but um, and yeah. we'll come to that later. Um, Travis, I want to ask, do Hi. you do you eat burgers in your show?
5: It depends what kind of show we're having because it's a different <laughs> show every day. Is it is. Yeah. Oh, so it so shows oh, called, that's
0: called that's burgers. Shows I want called to, burgers,
5: yeah. and it's a cooking show. Yeah. Because uh, someone threw a burger at me two years ago. Right. Uh, bad thing happens. Yeah. Good thing happens. You make a cooking show out of it and you get arts council funding. So. Woo-hoo! But, um, and then I bring obviously you can't do anything without white men so uh, <laughs>
2: you know, I, I,
5: I'd written the show and then I was like oh wait but this is like a creative endeavor and a white man hasn't like got involved so uh, <laughs> I bring every day a random white guy from the audience
2: <laughs>
5: on stage to make a burger with me
2: yes please yeah,
5: which is like cooking just scarier
2: um, <laughs>
4: You know, this is, this is what, it's about turmeric as well, right? Like, what blows my mind is when the British came to India 200 years ago, you know, they were like looking for spices and then they took the spices and I don't see it anywhere in British cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> Just in Starbucks, mate, that's it. Yeah,
2: that's what, the only
4: place to come back is in the, now I have to come here and buy it back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <which> is, <laughs> thank you,
2: colonialism. Thank you, thank you.
3: I'm
0: in my tongue (laughs) I thought the title of your show Travis the other day I was in uh, St Andrew's Square and I made a an error and agreed with a friend to look after her kid in exchange for her she had mine for an hour and a half and then I had with her own and then I had her kid and my kid for Uh-oh. longer <laughs> uh, her kid is very well behaved mine isn't but we we're in St Andrew's Square waiting for her to pick uh, her one up and um, it got to the point where the only way to keep them anywhere near me was to let them bundle me but it meant that I had to sort of sit cross-legged but lent sort of face crushed forward into the mud while mine ran jumped on splat and then the Seven-year-old jumps on top of him like that. Bang on top, just again and again and again. And then um, at one point, my kid shouted, "We looks like a big tall burger."
5: Uh, <laughs> yes, I paid him to say that. Four
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, for the one show left with tickets for driving.
5: Um,
0: Best or worst burgers you've ever had? Go. Oh, turns out it was a much more complex question than I'd
3: intended. I've got it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a vegetarian now yeah. but there's a bar in Glasgow called Meat and uh, it Subtle. has very good burgers and it nice. also has meat themed cocktails like, oh god like, no it sounds disgusting but it's really nice so it'll have an, <laughs> like an old fashioned <laughs> with a bit of bacon in it <laughs> In I mean, fact, I don't eat meat anymore and I'm still yeah. like, oh, that was a great burger. I don't, I don't mind,
0: I don't, um, there's something, I suppose there's something quite sort of, it looks like a, a bit of bacon, if it's crispy enough, looks like like one of those crystallised shards of something that you'd get in the top of a fancy mm-hmm. pudding, but I don't like the idea of any other meat in a cocktail, just, <laughs> just a sausage in the middle of a piperina. You
4: know, even, I can, I, I can actually not get over meat flavoured chips. Oh, crisps meat yeah meat flavored crisps just eat fried chicken <laughs> why do yeah. you need it on your crisps
0: well the other funny thing about that is that they're most of them are completely vegan the meat flavored crisps they're made what? With, they're made with soy the be- and sp- like there's one called bacon rashers that um, i think the actual original frazzles aren't vegan but all the knockoff ones that you get in supermarkets are it's just that- soy and they even sell tubs my ex used to get them uh, <laughs> bacon bits which is just like dried crump salty crumbs called bacon bits that you sprinkle on a soup or whatever soy
4: oh my god never, that's amazing never even met a
0: pig <laughs> <laughs> um, it is amazing Fern I read something um, that you wrote once and I'm just going to read it out because I loved it so much <laughs> you wrote uh, I was living off food I stole from my amorous Nigerian flatmate who <laughs> as a result kept trying to get off me leaving little treats around the house (laughs) and notes that read you look beautiful this night by the washing
3: machine oh that's from ages ago yeah but I
0: just want to know what sort of treats he was leaving you oh man
3: right so I used to live in Sheffield I was doing a postgrad in Sheffield and my flatmate uh he was he, he were from Nigeria and used to make this amazing... I still haven't found out the name of it, because I know I could get it somewhere in London now. It was like a red... I think it's called red pepper soup, and it's made with a fish, and it's really spicy and oily and tasty. We should go in Lewisham.
0: There's loads of Nigerian restaurants we could go and yeah, just ask, yeah. describe it.
3: Yeah, and uh, so I used to... Uh, I was really poor at the time, so I kept... Stealing it, yeah. Uh, and then he caught me stealing it and tried to get off with me. <laughs> I mean, Standard. He 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 was like, "Why did you not tell me you were hungry?" <laughs> and I was like, I, "I was just like hungry for food, not for like cock or yeah.
2: <laughs> And then it, it was
3: it was so embarrassing. So after that, he took. That to mean that I wanted to like get off with. I don't know what was going on. He started like leaving me Mars bars like (laughs) in the kitchen. and um, yeah it was it was like a really I weird I know why situation.
0: no one's ever tried it on me <laughs> just like, leaving food crumbs like Hansel and Gretel trail to their bedroom door as if they, by the time you'd nibbled your way there you'd be like oh, well I'm here now we might as well fuck
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: don't think, I don't think that's how, how lust works yeah, and Maybe I still think of that soup though it was amazing oh yeah so okay
0: good. well I'm glad that's the all main memory from that <laughs>
4: this situation
3: huh, nice Hansel and Gretel
4: but the end is not like a gingerbread house we <laughs> talked
0: about people using food in horrible ways Travis but with either of you two guys has anyone ever wooed you with uh, feeding you in any particular way
5: Oh, it's so easy to woo me. They just need to cook, and I'm like, "Fuck, here I am."
2: <laughs> um,
5: I'm quite fond. It's probably been. I'm. I'm just gonna come clean. I've never listened to the Hoovering podcast. Of course, yes, that's uh, fine. Fuck. Uh, but uh, it's probably like <laughs> really basic. It's probably basic to mention it, but like, because it's probably mentioned loads of times here before. But I'm a big fan of food during sex.
0: Oh, it doesn't oh, come up often enough. Let's get it.
2: Oh.
5: <laughs> Hi, Mum. Uh, I just want you to. Sp- Stop listening to what I'm saying now. (laughs) Like, I think that the best way to, like, I love chocolate being put on me, because again, I'm basic, but also, I don't, it doesn't need to be like hot food. How basic depends on the chocolate. I mean, oh no, uh, it's like Lidl's own brand. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) but like I'm not even just like that's quite a standard one that's quite sexy but for me I'll never forget I had a partner who was like uh, I would just be on tour loads and loads and loads and I came back and um, they could tell that I hadn't eaten like my five a day or stuff like that so the foreplay was just putting different vegetables on my body and being like you need to eat this before we have sex and it was the best motivation ever oh my
0: god Oh,
2: I love
5: it. Yeah. Cool. I Thank wonder so if much. a
0: lot of people's kind of um, mineral and nutrient content of their diet could change dramatically if they introduce this as a yeah. calling I'm,
3: card. The opposite. I hate foods during sex, but I'm a really, like, sort of skanky, messy person. So I eat a lot of bread, predatory products. And uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's been
3: so, so, so many times. You're a predator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See the number of times I've taken my bra off and just like bits of pizza falling, <laughs> or like yes. breadcrumbs.
0: It's horrible. I feel like the classic is always. Have you ever found any food yeah, in your clothes, Aditi? To you
4: know, I'm a night eater, um, yeah. so I, <laughs>
0: Listeners, just thanks. That
4: came with a, a hair flick. Yeah, it's, it's the sexy part of the show. I uh, <laughs> I I, I uh, have this habit uh, where like. And I discovered it like five years ago where I woke up because it was suddenly very cold and I don't have an air conditioner in my room. And I was wondering why it's so cold and then I woke up and I realized I was standing in front of the refrigerator. <laughs> um, and so I had developed this habit of like walking to the refrigerator in my sleep and opening the fridge and eating a bunch of food in my sleep and then going to sleep. And so I would wake up with like crumbs and stuff in my gums. And I would always be like, you know, did I have bonbon biscuits before I went to sleep? But I didn't. I brushed my teeth. But no, I just woke up with various foods in my Amazing. gums. Amazing. Ah, uh, for like two years before I realised it was a
0: two years. <laughs> yes. I yeah. wonder what there's, I bet there's yeah. a name for it because there's somnambulism is walking in your sleep. So what is it? It's going to be. Has anyone got sleep a eating? I guess. What is the? What's well, a proper? Well, it's it's going to be somnambia masticating or something, isn't it? <laughs> yes.
4: Yes. i That gonna. means
0: chewing. Grow up. <laughs> um, I have told it on this story on this podcast before, but I once and I've never like done that gone into regular sleep, eating in my sleep but once I woke up um, I think I was about 19 or 20 and I thought I'd shat myself um, but I'd just in my sleep torn open a, a Cadbury's dairy milk um, Easter egg with the two adjoining chocolate bars and I'd eaten them but I'd eaten them naked and sweaty I was very stoned really stoned when I went to sleep and I woke up me, my whole body and my bed were all covered in smears of chocolate it really looked like shit Obviously, I checked by tasting it.
3: <laughs> What's been your weirdest stoner food combination that tasted oh. good?
0: Oh, that's such a great question. Thank you, Fun. You can take over the questions now because that was. Fun. <laughs> no, I really liked it. I'm gonna have to think. Um, oh, it's actually horrible being the one asking. Being well, asked.
3: I'll, I'll start, and you can use can think yeah. of yours. Okay because I'm a big time stoner and I one time grated some cheese into a bowl and mixed it with Nutella and made little truffles. Oh! Wow. it's really nice. <laughs> wow.
2: It sounds amazing. <laughs> You're sick. Yeah.
3: Cheddar yeah, your cheese. senses come alive. Cheddar
0: cheese with like, what, like a bowl's worth of...
3: With Nutella like and then you make, l- Nutella. you make little balls, like little energy, little protein balls. Oh,
2: <laughs> but
0: it's, God. No, yeah. Filth.
4: That sounds amazing. Oh,
0: just, I love it.
4: You know that salt-sugar um, combination, actually? The, the, the combination yeah. of salt and sugar at mm-hmm. the same time. Ta- I think, it, I don't, I am not
0: that creative. I haven't been baked for a long time, but I think it's a standard, like, just to go and cut an entire oblong of cheddar off and then just ketchup up on it
3: yeah. and then just yeah. eat that
0: like a volivant.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I learned to make churros while I was stoned recently. Oh. That was a new. That's achievement. quite dangerous. That oh, uh, oh, so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Wait. You learned to make them whilst you were high.
3: Yeah. Oh my god. I've done. I started getting like a new type of weed where I can do quite a lot of stuff. I like. There was there was some money I was due to claim from America. I filled out the tax forms for that. Like. <laughs> Uh, I've got a chiro actually called speed <laughs> no mate you need to get you need to get sativa instead of indica you need to get the uppy kind than the downy kind yeah uh, it's amazing man. And, uh, and I've been smoking it all this month and I can still do my show amazing <laughs> but I had to google the phrase double bike because I didn't know the word for tandem anymore <laughs>
1: No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Aditi, I want to know about um,
0: food and eating growing up for you. I don't think I've ever had a guest on a Hoovering podcast from <laughs> India.
4: You know, so I uh, uh, like I think food was sort of the the uh, connection between me and my dad, and I didn't know like like I didn't know how to react to half because he would constantly be taking us out to like new places to like try new stuff, and so I remember in India itself, I had raclette. And I wow. had, yeah, right? Um, and so he would constantly be taking us out to these new places. And uh, one of the things that I remember, it's like, I, I didn't know how to react to half the stuff. Like, I was like, this is just cheese and potato. What do I do? Um, yeah. And then I would just look at him. And he was constantly in this state of enjoyment. Like, and I'm a noisy eater. Like, if I enjoy something, I, I'm that person who's like... <sighs> Mm. 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 it's the
0: best and way to be it's the best way to be it's, it's, like very, awkward for <laughs> it's very awkward for beats it's very awkward first it's like being a, I, feel, I feel like it's there that you're the same person who laughs out loud if you eat like oh this is good like you don't want you don't want someone in the audience is going very funny <laughs> <laughs> you're not living your life <laughs> right.
4: exactly Um, And so my dad would do that. And, uh, and so I sort of like just picked it up from him, I would just look at him and imitate whatever reaction he had. Uh, And then I just fell in love with food and I um, became uh, an emotional eater, (laughs) uh, which I'm sure is a long running subject on the podcast. Yeah. Um, And, uh, but the thing that I sort of loved the most, which was my comfort food was yogurt. Rice and fried okra. Oh,
0: oh my god! Oh. Tell, talk me through the okra a bit of it. How are they... How, what, deep fried crispy or yes. are they shallow fried soft?
4: So deep fried, crispy, so the, that little gooeyness is gone. Ah. And then uh, it would sort of... Like, you know the bitterness of okra mm-hmm. that would come through? Um, and then they uh, they would sort of coat it in like red chilli powder... And uh, <gasps> salt and a little bit of haldi. Oh, what's haldi? I um, mean, sorry, okay. turmeric. Turmeric. Um, ah, uh, funny. So, that cost you did. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then it would have this crunch. And so there'd be the coolness of the, the yogurt and rice
2: mm. with
4: the, like, the salty spiciness uh, and the crunchiness of the okra.
0: I'm borderline aroused.
2: <laughs> so, oh,
4: oh, that was so that was my comfort food, and it wow. it's I, it's still something I eat. Like I ate it yesterday.
0: Oh uh, wow! Yeah. Did you cook it?
4: Barely. Barely. Um, this is no. very sad. That I am I am ashamed, to all Indian women out there. I cannot cook. Uh, so I. It's never 2019,
0: getting... mate. It's uh, you know I mean
4: fine. you'll be shocked. Right. Uh, you will be shocked. Uh, because I actually, like, f- four years ago, I was in the market. Uh, they were taking me around and sort of shopping me to various dudes. Oh, God. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's damn good fun, huh? Oh, God. Um, I mean, for me, uh, not, not for the guy. And um, they were they were sort of shopping me around and this one constant question would be like, Oh, my God. So, like, Aditi, what do you like to cook? And I was like, I like to eat.
2: <laughs> what, do, <laughs> what do you
4: like to cook? Um, and which is why I am single.
0: Um, can you tell me where you found in edinburgh that does um that is a big piece of cake i've just taken um that does that okra that fried okra with yogurt Uh, they do not do fried
4: okra because it's a very like homemade thing right so they don't sort of it's not available by the way i mean okay now i'm gonna throw every indian restaurant under the bus uh Uh -uh. how are are edinburgh doing? But, like, your what up, ya? How can you charge four fucking pounds for pop How dare you? How dare
2: you? spattering
0: of a pause from the papa pan)
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God,
3: I, I felt so ripped off whenever I It's, I'm ma- it's one it.
0: massive crisp, isn't it?
3: Exactly. But it's all
0: about the dips, the dips, the fit bits.
3: It's, yeah. It's the same with uh, dosa as well, because I'd, I'd never heard... They don't really offer much good Indian food in Scotland, but I think it tends to be called an Indian restaurant, but it's actually Bangladeshi or Pakistani. Okay. So I hadn't really had South Indian food till I went to London. Mm-hmm. And the, you can get good dosas there, but dosas are becoming a sort of hipster food now. So yeah. I've seen like six pounds or something for a dosa. <laughs> I saw dosas at the Latitude Festival.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what are those stars doing outside? Oh my god,
5: they were served by those two girls on the gap here. I saw that as well. <laughs> I was there. I saw it, and they lived there. And it was like they had their little photographs printed off, and they were like with a doser store. It was
4: hilarious. Oh. With a With a glass on the side that says, "Girls just wanna have fun," and you're like, "Man, I'm not giving you a tip."
5: But they weren't. Ch- <laughs> but they gave it to you for free if you just listen to them talk about their gap year. <laughs>
2: Um
0: can I ask you guys what you think about the cakes we've got here? I think like we should talk about these a bit. Um I've just trying the carrot cake and I love it. It's like a it's got a bit of spice in it actually, I think. Maybe mixed spice but also fuck loads of zest. Uh, I'm to into that. Ooh,
3: carrot cake. Um I mm-hmm. the peanut butter blondie. And uh, that was nice. It's got bits of Nutella in it, but I kind of wish I'd gone for the orange and polenta cake. I like well, let me get you a bit of that the sort of wet, textured ones.
4: So you know, is, is carrot a conventionally cakeable vegetable? Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. <laughs> I
4: I I'm almost suspicious. I yes. Have you not that weird vegetable have you not
2: cake? Had
4: in- <laughs> 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 I, I have never had carrot cake.
0: But isn't there that thing? Um, there, There's, um, are, there are people now putting courgettes in them, mate.
2: <laughs> what? Inside cakes. Oh, really? Chocolate oh.
0: cake is something I grew up with. Oh really? My God. Oh my I God. can't tell if you're bragging or a shade. <laughs> 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 I swear, it makes it really, really
2: moist. You can't tell yeah. that it's anything else. And no, it doesn't it really taste of courgette. I wonder mm.
0: whether you're still having any of the goodness of a courgette once it's in a cake. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's a really good way of getting rid of um, courgettes that have overgrown and become marrows.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah. What is it about carrots and courgettes that like? Who thought
2: of why, this? Who why? Was like, yeah.
0: Why is there no aubergine? Beetroot's really good in cake.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh. <laughs> My mind is blown so hard right now What? Well, beetroot is just that lovely earthy flavour So it goes really well with chocolate flavours And sometimes with sort of I gingers actually and stuff can imagine that Yeah I can
4: actually What are you people doing putting vegetables
3: and cakes? <laughs> They're blowing the cakes for us Isn't there, there's um, Indian dessert Where you like grate up a carrot And cook it in condensed milk and stuff Halwa? yeah. Gajar yeah. ka halwa? That is also disgusting.
4: <laughs> that is also just a, like a diabetes in a cup. <laughs>
2: That's yeah, what yeah.
0: it is. It doesn't sound delicious, I'll mm. be honest.
4: You know, I mean, like all Indian desserts are like that criminally sweet. Mm. Right.
3: Criminally. Yeah, Scottish ones are like that as well. We've got a suite here called Tablet. Have you had it? Yeah, I've had it. It sounds like I don't know how many Scottish people are here. Give me two if you're Scottish. Oh, cool. A few.
0: Um, Is it like like real, real hard, cross between fudge and toffee, basically? It's like aren't
3: you from Devon? Dorset. Dorset, right? Well, I was down that way. I don't know. where. I think it was Exeter. They were selling. Right, sorry. They were selling something called fudge there, and yeah. I bought it, and it was tablet. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah so not it's real, just the same. Real fudge is quite dip. Tablet's much harder. Tablet. have a friendly really mother, hard, well, yeah. whose mum makes amazing tablet, and it's much harder. What she is to send it down. Tablet.
3: Um, it's uh, condensed it's... milk and a bag of sugar, and you boil it <laughs> for ages, <laughs> and you stir it and stir it, and then you pour it into a tray and cut it into little squares. Is that bark? Um, Do I don't Indians? know I think there's an Indian sweetie that's quite similar, similar? to it Chikki, yeah because um, I don't know the name of it oh yeah sorry why would you <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Point. Yeah, but that's, I think that's chikki in India yeah because you have a lot of condensed milk desserts oh. as well oh. I'll tell you what we've got in Scotland that I think so overrated and loads of Scottish expats love it is um, Empire Biscuits you're damn
0: I've never had What's an Empire that? I thought you were going to say oh. Tunnock's Tea <laughs> Cakes
3: oh Tunnock's Tea Cakes are great Yeah. But Empire biscuits. <laughs> Just one like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Someone's brought a box! Yeah! Yeah. Whoa. yeah, badass. And another what's, thing. What's an
0: Empire biscuit so Oh, shit? It.
3: Man, whenever my mum used to make it, I was like, why'd you hate me? It's, um, <laughs> <laughs> but every Scottish person I know in London's like, oh, Empire biscuits, I love them. It's like two really boring shortcake, plain biscuits. You put some icing sugar in the middle to stick them together and then more icing on top and then I think you put like a little a uh, little gem sweet or something on top of that. Fuck off. Yeah, it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and not uh, a, good, a good cake like that an we Like oblong have. party ring sandwich. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's just shite. Um, well, oh, we've got a thing called strawberry, I think they're called strawberry tarts so that you get them in Gregg's and I think it's a Scottish <laughs> thing. And it's like a little pastry case with cream in it, and then a strawberry, and then loads and loads and loads of strawberry syrup. Okay, that that
0: sounds alright. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I wish yeah, I brought yeah. them
3: for you. No,
0: I mean I think we've got enough. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, though, there's 800 people in the audience, so it'll all go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like uh, stuff I've read in the bit of research I've done, especially from Fern and from Travis, you both experienced some level of food scarcity, if not food poverty. So, I uh, I wanted to talk about that. Um, in your teens, did I read? I can't remember which. Yeah. Um, Travis.
5: Well, I know I only started av- av- having three meals a day from like my fifteen. So like up until from really young until like I, I got my first job, right? I was still like playing games to find food you know fucking hell yeah but I mean it's always like I, I read the interviews back sometimes and um, I, I think they, they always make it sound like a lot sadder than it was because I think we made games out of it so you right. didn't know like you wouldn't know that you didn't have food it'd be like oh let's see what you can make out of like a penguin bar and spaghetti hoops <laughs> Uh, dinner and dessert at the same time. Like, it wasn't really... uh, But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of grew up with no food. Or, like, we'd have food at the beginning of the month, you know? At the beginning of the month, it was like, oh, great. You know, your mum's just got paid. You come in, and it's like prawn cocktail crisps or cheese and onion. Uh, Whoa! And there was, like, something green on the plate. And then by the end of the month, yeah, like, food was a bit... "Mm." But that's why when um, I got my first, like, job at a cafe... It was very intentional work, you know. Yeah. Uh, I would finish my shift, they'd be like, Why are you still here? And I'd be like, I'm just storing up. (laughs) Nice.
0: Um, do you think as a result, um, I wonder whether it would make you or could go either way. Do you would you say like you're now like pretty well equipped with how to make food on a budget? No? Or or would you go the opposite. opposite? So now you're like, if I have got money, the first thing that goes on is a
5: fucking great food. The absolute opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, whenever I get... In fact, yesterday, we, like, had a bad... Uh, uh, me and another person, like, had a bit of a bad interview experience or whatever. And they were mm. like, oh, what should we do? And I was like, let's go to this five-star restaurant and spend all of our week's <laughs> wage yeah, yeah, on yeah. a leaf. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I've gone the opposite. Like, budget. Yeah. I mean, I can make beans on toast solidly. Like, that's my food. But anything apart from that, like, whenever there's something good happening, like, I definitely celebrate with, like, excess uh, luxury food experience. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well yeah.
0: I do that as well uh, <laughs> and I don't have the excuse of any former
5: <laughs> food scarcity
0: but yeah what were you saying was
3: oh uh, yeah I am the same because I was skint for years and years and like dead things where you'd just eat porridge for months or just eat um, pasta and pesto uh, pasta and pesto I'm so tired this French I'm not sure <laughs> that that, that I'm weed does actually <laughs> <laughs> he's not I mean, I do know exactly what pesto you mean. Pesto and pasta. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> and not fr- not fresh pesto, the jars. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was what loads of people did when they were skint. Yeah, just because I ate badly for years, now like I'm determined every meal is going to be good. I'm obsessed with breakfast and going to brunch places. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love going
0: out food, but I feel like maybe also I feel like that's made you quite adventurous. You're like that. Fern introduces mm. me to restaurants near where we live that. You've only found if you've walked into what looks like the most fucking terrifying estate. <laughs> <laughs> like underneath people's kind of at the bottom of tower blocks that have te- like... Is that it's the e- really, like,
3: Ethiopian an, one in Canberra oh, oh my God, I was yeah, just
5: yeah. thinking of that one. Yeah. That is the best Ethiopian place ever so underneath good. that tower terrify- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to look oh, it up. I haven't
3: been there. My mom, so good. I think um, my mum was always, um, well, Scotland's, Pretty white, but um, my mum was always interested in getting us to try foods from different countries. So I'm just into that. I find it really weird how, like, British people love roasts. I think it's like the shittest meal ever. Like, <laughs> there's no flavor into it. So i you're appalled by it. I no, know I'm, like... I'm going to be honest. I've been doing the podcast nearly a year and a half, and well,
0: about a year and a half, and it's the first time I've really had the, the voice of the anti roast.
3: Oh, my God. I'm Contingent so against Like, the heard. way people worship roasts, I'm like, why do you want to have flavourless meat and vegetables of all the dinners that you could have in the world? Yeah. Um, especially, because there's so oh, many because, more. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. No, it's Yorkshire boring. pudding for... I would just eat the Yorkshire pudding on its own. And that's the only bit I because it's like bread. <laughs> or
0: just do a veggie toad in the hole, which is just an enormous yeah. Yorkshire pudding with some yeah. eggs. Yeah, mate.
3: I'm sorry I said that about roasts, but I'm not... <laughs> you felt like I'm not you really walk felt back and turn comments. against you in the room. I Actually, I don't say it very much because I know it's taboo. <laughs> 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 say scrum
0: umptious And then you can be in my podcast.
2: scrum umptious
0: I want to talk about futuristic eating. What do you think the most futuristic thing you've ever eaten is? <laughs> Fern straight in there.
3: This is embarrassing. I'd, oh, God. I was reading about Huel. Has anyone heard about yeah. Huel? No. What is
5: that?
3: Huel is like uh, fuel dust for
0: food. So you're not meant to human have... Human fuel. <laughs> yeah, human fuel. Stands. And it's, um, it's tasteless dust that you have as a shake, but you get your, you do It's not meant to be a diet shake. It's uh you're meant to have the amount of calories whatever that you're meant to have. God, according are some Yeah. <laughs> for people who've got not enough time to take any joy out of surviving, <laughs> but a lot of money, it's expensive.
3: Even though food is like the main pleasure I have at the fringe, I don't drink or any like do anything like that, for some reason I thought Right, you get really busy during the festival, you should order two enormous bags of Huel and only live off that during the French. No. Brought them up with me, Fuck, forgot to cancel the re- recurring order. Oh, mate. <laughs> so while I've been away, another two enormous, I've got like a three month supply of Huel's just being delivered to my house in London. Food bank, food <laughs> bank. Oh, can you? That's like cruelty, though, to give it to them. Yeah. It's just—it's like flavourless rice powder and what. But the reason it's futuristic is they're saying people should eat this way because it's more sustainable and blah blah blah. Sure, it's, it's just joyless. Um,
0: it's uh, from a mental health point of view. I hope that's not the future, but uh, there is like room for that stuff in the world, like nutritional supplements. You're going people are gonna need that at various points, especially come the
5: apocalypse
3: yeah we should only have it in the apocalypse yeah well, true no
5: in the apocalypse if the world's about to end I want to have a chocolate fondue not like a fucking you know, <laughs> I see it coming to like end so. I'm not like oh here we go yeah, that's
0: served point. on the body of a
5: lover Travis
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aditi the most futuristic thing you've ever eaten do you think
4: oh I've had like uh, what is that Gastrointestinal? No. What's the word? Gastro and no. What is the mm. word? Gastroenteritis. No, not
2: gastro. the disease? Wait, wait, wait.
4: You know the food that's like, like that, like it'll be like mashed potato. Form Gastronomic.
2: Oh. Gastronomic. Gastronomy. Gastronomy. Where yeah. they,
0: oh, so where they like get an enormous <laughs> amount of flavor concentrated into a tiny droplet yeah. or a foam or whatever. Yeah. So that's like kind of fine, super fine dining at the moment. Yeah. Modern, uh, so dining. I
4: did that recently. and yeah. uh, Whereabouts? Uh, in uh, Chennai in India. Uh-huh. And uh, a, friend's, uh, br- a friend's younger brother is... Uh, is a chef at one of these like super fancy five-star hotels. And I was there uh, down in uh, Chennai doing a show. And then he said, oh, you know, you must go meet my brother. And then I went for this, uh, um, and this guy was the chef. Like he was the head chef and it was really fancy. And he was like, oh, my brother's really cute and he's really single. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, I'm also <laughs> and he's really cute and really single. And so then after my show, I take off my sweaty t-shirt. I put on a clean t-shirt. I made all that effort. <laughs> and, then, and then I go and then he's like, you know, he he like like takes me by the arm into the room and everything and then he goes, you know, I'm I'm so looking forward to you tasting, blah 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 blah, and then he leaves. He goes back into the kitchen and I'm sitting there alone. I mean he's uh, at work though. Um I don't know if he was at work. Uh, oh. having said that, I had the best meal of my life.
2: Yeah. I had the best
0: meal of my life.
4: Um so worth it.
5: Travis ever written anything really I don't know like everyone really impressed with their answers that I didn't understand like the science <laughs> words and shit but <laughs> I just thought of Yo Sushi on the food belts <laughs> I like, <think> that- <laughs> That's so I remember when I went to Yoshi and I was like, shit, it's <laughs> happening, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, so for me it's I'm so true, Shushi, isn't it? Like, it makes
0: you think of like some kind of Philip K. Dick novel or something yes. where everything's just going round on a conveyor or like I'm, hunger games or whatever where you get your little <laughs> puke up bowl or. It I'm, does fit uh,
5: yeah, su- super. Futuristic. Such clever marketing as well, because I remember when it came out in Bristol where I'm from and growing up, we were like, um, maybe like in our teens and it just came the new thing and it got all these people that had only eaten chips for like 700 million years <laughs> to suddenly queue outside this place just because there was a conveyor belt with a pink light and you were like, woo, sushi! And we fucking hated it but we were like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think you sushi. You, you know, was, like the first, time, the first
4: time McDonald's opened up in India, there was a line like around the block, okay? Like two oh, times around God. the block. Oh God! And 80% of us thought that there was a farm inside because old McDonald's had a farm.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it, was so, it was so disappointing when we walked in there <laughs> and
0: to find out it had been sometimes a 25 years plus since anything in there had been near a farm <laughs> um, Jesus um, lovely oh what should we go for five second rule yes or no what I really mean by this question is what's the grottiest thing you've eaten that you probably shouldn't because of filth <laughs> If you drop something on the floor, would you pick it up and eat it? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
4: Ten se- Twenty-five second rule. I, I, I will eat it off the floor. Aye. You know, so, so uh, I was uh, doing uh, my, uh, this uh, a random festival, comedy festival, where the venue was very far away from the toilet. And so I was uh, using this one cup to uh, pee into. Uh, and uh, uh, next, I love you. Uh, the next day... The next day there was no cup. <laughs> um, oh. And uh, then I saw it being taken ah. out uh, by the other, uh, the, the show before mine, because they had used it as a prop. <gasps> and so, may, uh, you know, should I have not said this out loud? No, no
2: absolutely. absolutely. That
4: I, is
0: superb. <laughs> That's someone else's five second rule story. <laughs> and we'll never know who. But I love it you were talking earlier about bits of pizza and bread falling out your bra like I can't go to, I can't have popcorn in a cinema or any other dark space even if I've got a fucking sports bra on up to my the bottom of my neck I will still find a minimum five kernels in my underboob afterwards (laughs) and I'll eat them
3: Yeah, Um, I always have food in my hair, and uh, I um, the comedian. Do you know uh, Alfie Brown was saying that I always have food in my hair, and one day I bumped into him with my boyfriend, and as we left, we'd just been for dinner, and as we left, I was like, "Oh, thank God, I didn't have food in my hair," and then my boyfriend just silently pulled like a noodle. So I'm sorry, of like a toddler, just <laughs> food <in> myself. <laughs> Travis,
5: five second rule. Um, well, I don't. I was going to be just meant to be like, I don't really do the five second rule. If it falls, it falls. And then I remembered I eat skittles out of people's ass for foreplay. So.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so I haven't got a leg to stand on really,
0: really. <laughs> At this point. As I'm looking down at my notes, Travis, the next potential question was telling me the most romantic eating you ever did, but. <laughs>
3: Tasting the shitty report.
5: <laughs> Mum, I warned you.
2: <laughs>
0: if you're still listening now, Mum, it's your own fault. Um, is there anything that you eat in a particularly ritualistic way? Like people have uh very specific ways that they'll eat, like a Kit Kat, for example? Is there anything that you eat that you've like, I don't know, got to eat the front first and then Suck one bit, chew
5: another bit, or something like that.
4: <laughs> I think when it comes to sucking and chewing, now. <laughs> uh,
5: I love how we all turn to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back on food, right? Yeah. So, no, I think that the Kit Kat chunky. It really pisses me off when people like just bite it when it's. Oh, what s- a fucking waste of a good time! Such an incredible coating, such incredible work has gone into the craft. <laughs> And who I knew, like, Kit Kats up.
0: have always been a pretty good thing. And then, who, like, I think it feels like, that feels like a lesson to all people who work in anything creative. Just because what you've made is brilliant doesn't mean you can't improve it. And the Kit Kat Chunky is proof for that. For everyone, forever. Never stop working on your work.
5: Yeah. But you've got to eat the top off, you've got to, like, get the thing. Okay,
0: so what are you doing first, sides or top?
5: Oh, so I'm, hold on. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> so yeah. No, I bite the the front off. Yeah. And then I go around the side. Yeah. But I don't go all the way. Oh. And then I go on the top. Yeah. And then I bite that. No. <gasps> so I, you don't
0: hold it like a little like lollipop stick, and then that's. I was oh, yeah, with yeah, you yeah. Until so, like, this bite, point. bite,
5: bite, bite. Yeah. And then it's just that wafer away from, yeah. from the bottom bit. Then you go like that, and then you repeat that section. <gasps>
0: yeah. And then you've just got the wafer, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, wafer. Yeah, 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 yeah. We a Kit Kat chunk in exactly the same way. <laughs> Uh, Anyone else? Any ritualistic things?
3: Uh, Yeah, whenever I'm, like, with another person and slicing a loaf of bread, I always feel like I'm doing it for show because the the actual way I eat bread is to get the loaf and then just hollow it out until it's just a glove that I'm wearing. (laughs) Just a (laughs) crust (laughs)
2: mitt. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is look pretty tooled up depending on how crusty it is if you've got a full tiger loaf there you probably could take out an assailant
3: that's just whole... sorry sorry well, I was just going to say something that I think you all care about okay fucking people selling bread to you saying it's sourdough and it's just bread yeah can that be illegal yeah.
0: I mean until I we've left class? the EU it is illegal <laughs> Aditi, anything particularly ritualistic?
4: Not ritualistic, but I am really posh. Uh, (laughs) I am incredibly posh. I uh, look down on ketchup.
2: Honestly, honestly, how dare you? How
0: dare you?
5: It's
0: not even... Also, um, just to throw it out there, we had a conversation pre-podcast, Aditi, where uh, just to put sort of Fern's hatred of the roast dinner in perspective, you're not a big fan of the cupcake.
2: You know,
4: sorry, She's that thrown was, a
0: tissue across the room.
4: I, uh, you know, how dare you? How dare you, these tiny, small teasers? It is, I mean, it's offensive, frankly. There's too much icing per square area of cake. And, I mean, I'm sorry, at this point, I'm a little passionate and a little upset. Because, and also, you know what? Cupcakes are like the. Friggin' Hollywood actresses of cakes. <laughs> They're just insignificant and set bad standards for the rest of the cakes. And it's you know, and they make too much money or they cost too much for the fact that they are these mini thing. I'm sorry, I'm not being eloquent. I'm really upset right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck cupcakes. <laughs> cupcakes. <laughs>
0: i please call a future show that. <laughs> this is sorry, fuck cupcakes. If there was literally no other option, would you eat a person? Yes. Cool, that's quick, quite simple. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Ah. Oh, I mean, I love it when it works like that because I, one of my future dreams is just to host quizzes. <laughs> that's essentially what I did there. I, I vortexed all the comedy out of it and asked a nice simple <laughs> yes-no question.
4: I would like my people on the fatty side though.
0: Okay, cool. So like,
4: uh, fun no. Uh,
0: no was, I'm sorry. I'm not 100% confident about where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: so
2: I'm, 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 I want my thighs chunky. A,
0: a big part of me wants to be found delicious. <laughs> Another part of me is still on a journey. Um, <laughs> Just again, can you all very clearly plug your shows and anything else you'd like to plug and then I'll ask you my big last end question.
3: Uh, my, I actually couldn't remember what my show was called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, <That> weed. <laughs> yeah. um, my show is called Power and Chaos. It's on of the Monkey Barrel, but it's, you can't get tickets to that anymore. But I'm doing a show at the Pleasance on the 22nd, and there are approximately five million tickets left for that. And are you
0: going on tour in the autumn or in the new oh, yeah. year?
3: No, I'm going on tour as soon as I get back. Oh, Uh, Matt. Okay, so Power,
0: Chaos, phone. Ready, please go and see that. Okay. I did see. Uh,
4: My show is called Mother of Invention. It's at 5.30, uh, Assembly, George Square. The Box is what it's called. And uh, um, I have two specials on Netflix and I've got another one coming out on YouTube. I don't know. Am I doing this?
0: They're fucking brilliant. This is perfect. Yes. Thank you.
4: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've got one coming out on YouTube and uh, I am uh, single. Thank you, thank you, thank you! Oh yeah,
5: Um, I'm Charles Alabanza. You can see my show Burgers at the Traverse, but if it's sold out by the time you listen to it, uh, just go. We're going to be on tour all across uh, the UK, um, October until the end of the year.
0: Fantastic, excellent. All right, and follow all of these amazing people, please, on social media as well. the roofs of all buildings decide they've had enough and they're going to vanish and never come back so that we really feel the full effects of the climate apocalypse that we've wreaked upon ourselves which we can all agree would be fucking horrific especially as we're currently in Scotland which is very rainy but full of vegetables and always has been Um, (laughs) The roofs have agreed not to be so bastard truculent and to give us another chance, but only if you three, and weirdly, it does have to be you three, dance a but one that goes on for 58 hours and you have to do it somewhere with a heated floor. It sounds impossible, but you do it! You're here! your reward is the adulation of all people of all time they're very grateful for their roofs back uh, but also your immediate reward you've done some massive exertion you're allowed a shower or whatever you want to feel normal again but you're hungry you're on that post kind of exercise hungry your real reward is a feast of your dreams um, by which I mean nothing and it has to be possible let alone healthy ethical any of that shit I want to know in your ideal situation and we'll do quite quick fire answers what you would eat what you would drink and if there's a who with and where then who with and where tense intake of breath from <laughs> the lovely
5: audience. Um, I'd have fried lumpia, which is a Filipino <gasps> cuisine. Uh, and I'm part Filipino. And right. it's like, when it's done well, I'd have it by my, my auntie who does it the best. And I'd have it with my mum. God, this is a soppy answer. There's no I comedy I love in a soppy wow. answer. Uh, and um, I'd have it with my mum. And then uh, a really, really like just to like the cultural differences, you know, a real nice pint of black fawn with it as well.
4: Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely. say? Yeah. Uh, I will have uh, fish curry and rice uh, mm. with my dad, uh, made by my dad, with my dad. Uh, and uh, with it, I will have uh, Kingfisher Strong, uh, mm. which is the nastiest beer on this planet. Uh, is it like
0: India's special brew?
4: Yeah, it's like it? India's special brew in a gutter. Like it's just, oh, no, never mind. Nice. <laughs>
3: Um I would have these really oily Chinese noodles that I had um mm. in Australia and uh Xiaolong Bao that are those soup dumplings and um right. and then uh, stinky tofu. I went to China at Christmas basically and uh, those bitches know how to treat tofu, man. Yeah. Like we just we don't know how to make it tasty nah. here. I'd have that, and then I'd have uh, coffee. Stinky tofu, was it? Yeah, stinky tofu. Mm. It's not that stinky. It's just fermented, and then they put like chili and salt and nice sauce on it. What sort of coffee you're having with it? Uh, Just fancy wanker coffee coffee from from like a
0: cold brew or a Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you very much for coming out to the Oving podcast. So there we go. Please catch up with all of those brilliant guests on social media. First of all, at Fern Brady, at Travis Alabanza, and Aditi is on there as at A W R Y A D. I-T-I. And if you're at the Fringe, uh, then go to their shows or their extra shows. And if they mention tours, get along to them as well. Hoovering is on tour from the autumn. I would absolutely love to have you there with us at those. New dates are being added pretty soon, I reckon. Go to livenation.co.uk as well. And the tour starts um, from the end of September, I think. I can't wait. I will be on tour with my stand-up show Hench in the New Year. More details on that to follow. Follow us on social media, at the Hoovering Pod. Follow me, if you like, at Jessica Vosteku. And my website, if you want details for any live shows, new material, tour shows, hoovering lives, charity gigs. Regularly keep it up to date in terms of stuff I'm doing on radio and on telly as well. And also, if you want to email me anything, um, you can do that all through my website, jessicafosteku.com. Huge thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Huge thanks to Monkey Barrel for hosting this live show. Hoovering is produced by the brilliant Emma Corsham, and the music was by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering!
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more